following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this week's episode of the Hallmark Greatness Podcast, a podcast dedicated to highlighting the beauty of all the Hallmark Lifetime straight-to-TV movies that don't get the admiration they fully deserve. I'm Anthony Burke, and I apparently live in a hot box, and with me as always are two people who I imagine are equally as sweaty in their houses, He's currently getting advice on love from our horny Turkish sea captain, Mr. Jones. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm so sweaty. This is gross. Yeah. Um, I can't even have the door open because then you hear all the people going up and down my street. So yeah, I just have to close mine because of the traffic. <laughs> it's awful. And he's joining us from a jail cell after he attempted to break out of jail with just one day remaining on his original sentence. It's Greg Lowe. Days a day, isn't it? But I am fully showered and fresh, so not quite as sweaty as you two, apparently. Oh, I've been on the bus home for an hour, mate. It's, yeah. <laughs> Didn't that happen? Didn't someone, like, famously, while being transported to prison with, like, a week left, escaped? Really? It's yeah. always the joke on Simpsons and stuff where they've got one day left on retirement. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That's, that's lethal weapon, isn't it? But, yeah. I'm, no, ah. Simpsons. Oh, okay. That's the one <laughs> Simpsons reference this episode. <laughs> If you'd like to keep up to date with all things Hallmark and Greatness, you can follow the show on Twitter at Hallmark and Great, on Instagram at Hallmark and Greatness, or if you'd like to get in touch with any recommendations or thoughts or anything you think you may have missed, you can email the show at hallmarkandgreatness at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook by searching for Hallmark and Greatness. I try to get through that as quickly as possible. I know, it's a big old gabble, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. Oh. The quicker uh, we do this, the quicker we can get outside. It's we've also air. finished uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. So this week, where I think I'm playing Farming Simulator, yes. which sounds like it's going to be a laugh riot. I can't wait to watch that one, Joe. I'm hoping I can mash up some farm workers in my combine harvester. <laughs> Again, I think, you, I think you need to be playing GTA. No, no. Also, very much looking forward to Lawnmower Simulator, which is a genuine <laughs> thing. <laughs> Less than 20 quid, I might buy it. <laughs> She's all that shave my balls money that you got. Smooth my balls. Shave never got any of that much. I never saw Penny one ball hair. One of that. <laughs> yeah. You Distinctly unsmooth balls all around. They're so smooth now. They use them to measure like uh, snooker balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else that was smooth. Snooker balls, snooker balls is fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Right, this week's episode. Sure, it's the film before that, but you know, whatever. Changing up the reform, sun's going after out. the ball. Speaking of balls, after the <laughs> I was ball, gonna say, that's what you call a segue, son. <laughs> 2015's After the Ball. Do you have your prediction? Joe? Uh, I do. Good after the ball. After losing her fiance in a bizarre gardening accident, Helene Ball, which is French for ball. <laughs> Decides Ooh. to use her maths degree to open a late night illegal gambling den with local hoodlum Chip after eight. After swindling wide Andy, a local crime boss, out of his money to help fund a dance for some local daft kids, they are forced on the run, surviving only on their wits, instincts, and charm. Will Helen learn to love again, or will wide Andy have his revenge? Probably the latter. Like, do like wide, wide. 
Like Matt Tony, but <laughs> okay. Craig, anything from the poster? Oh, well, from, the, from, from, from the poster I saw, because it's not the one that's on Amazon. I have actually seen like, the proper poster for it. Oh, really? uh, it. It kind of looks like The Devil Wears Prada meets Cinderella is how it's being sold by the looks of things. It's a lot of drawings of dresses with uh, our favourite man, Daniel, holding a shoe that I don't think is a shoe that's featured in the film, but hey-ho, photo shoots. He just did it on his own and in front of a green screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just picked up a shoe from his house. Wouldn't it not be cheaper this for us one? to get some shoes, guys? No, no, we'll Photoshop it in later, mate. It's fine. <laughs> just put your hands up like this. Yeah, there's about three or four different posters for this. I think it must have been like released, then re-released, and then oh, yeah, yeah. DVD or whatever. Because, yeah, there are various ones. But, the, the yeah, that's what I, I wrote on the Twitter was that it looks like Devil Wears Prada. Uh, this has one of my favourite official synopsis. Because Devil wears George from Asda. <laughs> this game is incredibly short. Go for it, Cinderella esque. After, after <laughs> a young fashion designer runs afoul of her corrupt stepmother and stepsisters, she donned the disguise to help save the family business for her father. Straight I mean, to the point. It misses out a lot of the because this very much feels like a film of two halves. It feels like they've got. The front so, half and the back half of different films include them together. Yeah, it's like a mashup. We had two half scripts. And we just slammed them together like, a a 90, like an early noughties mashup. Yeah. I genuinely quite enjoyed this. I will yeah, say. It was, it, it was fine. It was fine. I had fine. I probably wouldn't watch it again. But, Why would you? You know what happens? Uh, because I really, really liked the sisters in it. I genuinely thought they were funny, which is odd in the film where they have funny characters because they normally just come across as annoying. Whereas these were very much like. Um, Gretchen Wieners and the other one from Mean Girls. Uh, Karen. Karen's the Karen, other one from Karen, Mean Karen Girls. who can detect the weather with her boobs, yeah. Yes. Uh, I thought you haven't seen it. It's, it's like, like Bend It Like Beckham. But with that, with... Do you know funny about that running gag? I've never seen most of the films that you mentioned. <laughs> have, you seen Bend it like, have you actually seen Bend It Like Beckham? Yeah, I've seen Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, yeah. It's a sports film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not seen Spurs Jam yet, though. I don't. Yeah. I've heard nothing but uh, bad things. We don't, we don't want to admit that. <laughs> Maybe the not best, do it on the, this podcast then. The best one was uh, the writers of Space Jam 2. First thing they did, Google Looney Tunes characters. Did <laughs> they really? No, no, no. I think that's oh, a, all right. it's, it's a joke, isn't it? But oh, yeah. Sorry. No, they wouldn't have Googled yeah. them. They would have, they would have zingled, wouldn't they? <laughs> nice. Uh, the first thing I want to mention about this film... Well... One hour 41. Longest one we've done, I think. Yeah. Unnecessarily long. Where did that 10 minutes come from? Uh, I think <laughs> it's like that at the beginning. There's a lot of fannying about at the beginning. Like, a lot of fannying about. Yeah. I suppose they're actually not. It's the extra credit scene. I mean, do you want uh, the trailer, or shall I put it at the end? Yeah, I'll it put is. it in now. Quickly, let's do it now. So, <laughs> You know Katie has her heart set on couture. I still wish she'd come to work for us. It's the family business. Seriously? Work for my stepmom and her two double spawn? You never know where this might end. I would take the shot. You have nothing to lose. You okay? I'm just gonna try that again. Okay. Everyone, Katie Castle. Yes, that castle. I have some ideas for this dress. Buttons. 
my day, we called that a runner. They took my ideas. She totally played me and I walked right into it. And now I can't even work at my own family business? You need to go back to Castle as someone that they will take seriously. That was the point where I was like, what? Nate Gannon on Lee Castle's two o'clock. Lee Castle, please report to reception. Your two o'clock is here and looking fabulous. Have I met you before, Nate? Not on this Daniel, you should come with us for drinks to welcome me to Castle. Maurice is organizing it. Just don't let him choose the place. Oh, it's a shame he's straight, isn't it? <laughs> this is Nate's resume. Dig up dirt. Bonjour, Chanel. Buongiorno, Gucci. So good at work. So handsome, too. Everybody loves Nate. I'm starting to love Nate. Great, you got something. I'm really doing a, a, a oh, particular uh, service this trip. Yeah. No, it's a cheap cleanser. Um, come in. Perhaps the visual will no, make She's probably just running behind schedule. Oh, it does seem like a sort of stale run of the mill. Hi. Disney Channel film. Wow. We're taking Colin's offer. You cannot sell Castle. He has our full line. Are you ignoring me? Nope. Yeah, you're totally ignoring me. Nope. That's from like the half hour back, and then the previous bit was from like the 95th minute. Yeah. <laughs> the cutting of this is bad. Yeah. Can't stop thinking about her. Sounds well. Too good to be true. Um, I might have figured out who the voices are, her voice that she tries to do. I've been, it? Just been driving me nuts. Go on. <laughs> well, based on the one episode of How I Met Your Mother that I saw, sorry, no, I watched all of How I Met Your Mother. I was one episode say, that he's in. Uh, someone called Tim Gunn. He's an actor and something else, but apparently he's a big fashion person. I mean, it's just generic. I don't want to use the word mincy. But it's, it's generic. It's, it's it's close enough to this guy that I've actually it rec I recognise it from one episode of How I Met Your Mother that he was in. Nah, it's not real. It's if someone came up to you and talked to you in that voice, you'd go, "Why are you talking like that?" Yeah, have you been stung in your mouth by a lot of wasps? <laughs> Stop eating wasps, you idiot! They fight back. Bees only do like it as a last resort. Yeah, <laughs> eat as many bees as you want. They're a currency treat. Starts off, eight million production companies roll across the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes later, we get to the start of the film. Do you know it's going to be a good time when it's got that many production companies? Oh, no, it just rolls and it's rolls just, and rolls. It's just one of those GoFundMe. Yeah, everyone had to put their name on the start. <laughs> yeah, we could have chucked in a tenner and got, oh. the, got the podcast on the front of it. The Metro Academy of Fashion is having its end-of-year fashion show. There's a lot of people walking up and down in ridiculous clothing. There's someone with an actual legitimate box on their head. That's just fashion shows, isn't it? I, I genuinely don't know. My knowledge of fashion shows extends to that one episode of The Inbetweeners. <laughs> it's three working class men from the north of Britain. We are not the target market for having I, any sort of guests on this. I literally buy my clothes from Asda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good quality. You're lucky I'm wearing clothes right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be the first time I've had a camera with no top on with you lads. Um, <laughs> she's scrabbling about our hero, uh, Kate Castle, is scrabbling about trying to find a pin to fix something. Uh, she runs backstage where the last 
fashion people. What are they called? Models, that's the word. Um, <laughs> no, last fashion people, that's fine. That's the last fashion hero is waiting to go out uh, with a very, very dubious Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the first many bad accents in this film. And yeah, she goes off. Everyone's happy. She goes to speak to the head of Gucci or someone who's at this. One this, of them, yeah. I don't know I if it's Gucci, Gucci for it's made up. No, Gucci I think it was. No, because they, they use a, a lot of. Yeah. They use yeah. a lot of real um, brands and stuff in this. Uh, and she's like, oh, any jobs going? And the lady's like, wait, your castle, your dad rips off all our ideas and sells them for cheap. And she's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, then. And I'm like, did not, that didn't work, did it? Why not have a stage name? Why, I'm sure you designer, you can you can adopt another name yeah. so that you don't associate or yourself with the rip-off merchants of Castle. We find out later <laughs> that she hasn't spoken to her dad for four years. If she just says to that woman, yeah, I found out that he was doing that. I've not spoken to him for four years. Yeah, he's estranged. I yeah. asked someone else, yeah. No. Well, never mind. And she goes back home? She gets a text message or some kind of email from someone to say, you've not got a job. Come back to Montreal and we'll look after you or something. The fashion hotbed of Montreal. Oh, yeah, the woman she talked to from Gucci looks like Dorian from Birds of a Feather, which made me laugh. (laughs) And she's out on a balcony and we get Hollyoaks text boxes. Nice. Oh, yeah, we do. I'm always a fan of that. And then it gets really annoying because it just keeps doing the alert constantly. And I was just, who has their phone on loud? In this day but and age, if, if you're trying your best to get into fashion, surely stick around in New York. That seems to be a fashion yeah. capital of the world rather than Montreal. Montreal, mate, that's where it is. Isn't yeah, it's where all, all the big, big fashion houses big, are. Big proper hats and <laughs> <laughs> and plaid. And we get she arrives at what I found out today from Craig, her godmother's house. Yes, fast shop, which has the name of the film on it. Hey. <laughs> It, the, the the shop that she runs is called After the Ball, which is like a vintage clothing shop that her godmother runs with uh, non-union Stanley Tucci. The most most Stanley Tucci, not Stanley Tucci of all him, time. I had him as Stanley Tucci crossed with uh, John Travolta, how he looks now. <laughs> uh, I like non-union Stanley Tucci because he's just on the keg constantly throughout this. <laughs> he's always got wine on the go, which is fun. Oh, right, because I've brought as well. Her dad sort of gives her a bit of a weird hug, but it's not. It's just like the weird gay uncle or whatever. I think they're not married, is it? I assume assume he was some kind of old family. Business partner. They're they're both into fashion as well, it seems. Or was it a vintage shop, did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem to both be into fashion. I Uh, I assume they were friends friends. with the mum. Yeah, friends friends with the mum. That would make sense because they're both... Pretty spirity sort of people. Because I think, she, yeah, she's described as a sort of hippy dippy mum when we finally some of the big jewelry, briefly yeah. mention her at the hour and a half mark. Yeah, <laughs> just make sure that she's dead. That's it. <laughs> but she then applies to work at Castle. Her dad wants her to come work at Castle, so she didn't necessarily apply. She just, I think she can just get in for free. Well, okay. and to be fair, take the job. I mean, you're literally coming off university, you're going to have a shit ton of debt, no doors opening for you, why not just go and, go and get a bit of experience at your dad's company? No shame she in did. that. She Gets it on the CV. She did, to be fair. Yeah. She, she did, but she went properly tail between her legs like, oh, because she didn't like her stepmom. Her stepmother and her 
stepsisters. Because also, Whoa. this is very heavily uh, Cinderella at the yeah, start. This is, this is, yeah, the start, we're, we're, we're heavily into it. Cinderella. <laughs> and then we take another film and bash that in as well. But yeah, she didn't like her stepmom or her stepsister, so she was reluctant to go work with her. She also hadn't seen her dad for four years. Well, her so, dad yeah. doesn't really work there anymore. He just pops in every now and again. He's the CEO. Yeah, I guess. Figurehead. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. can't hail a taxi, you know, which is a running joke throughout this. Until she becomes a man. See, I must have missed that bit because I, I joined it when it was getting to the conclusion of that and I was like, why are we making a big deal about taxi hailing at the moment? No, no, at the, at the yeah. start she couldn't do it and her godmother has to do the, the whistle to get them. Which I'm pretty sure she didn't actually do herself. That looked like it was... I don't know, anyone that could do that, it's, it's bewildering to me. She gets there, all the cool goth fashion kids are outside smoking tabs and stuff, isn't it? <laughs> and they're all laughing at her because she's put clothes on that aren't black. I don't know, fashion's weird. It just yeah. seems to be like having hat. them loose hats on. That's what it seems yeah, to be. Yeah, she's got a baggy woolly hat on because uh, it's winter in Canada. It's always winter in Canada. I love Canada. No, you're thinking of Narnia. <laughs> ah, of course. With all uh, the Turkish delight you she... can eat. Remember when actor brought that Turkish delight in? Just yeah. sat there for six months. It's like a perfumed lung. It's awful. <laughs> Um, she bangs into the door in some great Pratt falling, uh, and we There's meet. There's a lot of Pratt falling in this. There's a lot of falling over. I thought she had something wrong with her brain, to be honest. I thought she had like <laughs> pretty mal epilepsy or something because she falls over quite a bit. And is this where she meets Daniel, who opens the door for her? Yeah, yes. But she then smacks it in his face. Yeah, yeah. And then she hits him in the face with it. Hilarious. She took a lot to be fair. It was pretty <laughs> good. Weirdly, it was pretty yeah. well done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she goes to speak to the receptionist, who is traditional. I mean, like, I've got literally everyone in fashion is sassy. It seems to be a stereotype, but... I, yeah, yeah. I think it's just Got a stereotype. That's not how receptions work. You have somebody in the back room answering the phones. You don't have somebody front of house just ignoring your clientele. Unless you're where we work, you don't have one. Yeah, well... Yeah. Well, that's COVID, uh, isn't it? So he's uh, the fun receptionist. Eventually lets her in. We meet her stepmom, who is a bitch, straight off yeah. the bat. Uh, I didn't write down her uh, name. Did anyone get that? Um, I don't know. I just called her Badwig because she's got a <laughs> terrible wig on That's all the way through. Said, <laughs> well, whatever. She's probably called like Susan or something, isn't it? Bloody they normally call Susan. Bloody Susans. Call her Susan for no harm. Everyone in fashion is just sassy on a stick. <laughs> uh, we meet Maurice, who is uh, Robbie Rotten from Lazy Town. So that's a fun thing. <laughs> he's the, the, the gay French guy. Yeah. And he's never seen Lazy, Lazy Town, has he? No, no. And uh, this is where we're introduced. Uh, she goes into a pitch meeting. That, uh, uh, that her which wouldn't happen on your first day. Of, which wouldn't happen five minutes after you've been hired. Well, it turns out Castle has a ongoing policy of people who are trying out for jobs, putting them straight into board meetings, as we find yeah. out later on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she's called Elise. The uh, Oh, okay. Uh, and the two twins... No, they're not twins, are they? Not twins, they're no. just, they're not, not twins, sisters. they will repeatedly tell you that. It's a Hannes fun and Simone. It's a fun runner. Um, they are... They put her in a dress that she rips. And yep. they're, they're not happy with it because Maurice... Well, nothing is like, was made of that rip, right? Yeah, it, it comes to nothing. She rips put a button on it later. I think that's what it was. So that when they do oh, the, oh, exactly. Later, I was expecting them to, but, like... Yeah, Maurice is very much like, oh, you make me take away all of the good things and stuff. It's just very plain and boring because they've moved away from 
day wear into exclusively evening wear or nighttime clothes or something they said? No, they, they've moved away from high end. I think they've moved away from high end evening wear to stuff you can go to work in and then straight out in, I think what they said. Well, that's what they're aiming for, isn't it? That's, what yes. the, that's the next big thing that they're aiming for with the fall lineup, I think. Right, okay. Fashion. I don't understand clothes. Yeah, I'll just wear the same thing no matter where I go. Also, I just said uh, nighttime clothes, which are called pajamas, aren't they? <laughs> Not yeah. many fashion houses dealing primarily with pajamas. No, you think. And we meet Daniel from Shoes, who yeah, is also working there. Daniel from Shoes. He's, oh, he's in Shoes. shoes. He's, yeah, he's, he's the one person that works for this entire fashion yeah. company in charge of shoes. <laughs> I think he either makes them or... He's just a cobbler downstairs, next to the button room. Yeah, next to the button. No, the button room's down some stairs, isn't it? Because that that one button does a big old roll down there. Uh, Can I ask a question? Go on. Yeah. In Christmas panto stuff, there's a character called Buttons. What's that from? There is. Insert any panto. Ever. I didn't know if it was I a Cinderella it is, specific. It is normally Cinderella, to yeah. be honest. He's, so he's usually the button butler. Uh, and it's uh, he's normally there as a narrator sort of function. I don't think I don't think they're canny enough for that because I don't think either Canada or America deals in panto. Oh, I think no, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a traditionally British fair oh, pantomimes. Okay. Yeah. Although good spot because I never put those two together. Yeah, literally just click now that uh, you, said, you said buttons. I was like, oh yeah. Stuff. You're giving the, you're giving this film far too much credit. <laughs> Sorry, <yeah. laughs> they didn't do that much research into other versions of Cinderella. No. Uh, <laughs> we meet her dad, who is Mr. Big from Sex and the City. What? What? Wearing some very very special looking glasses that I thought they were like those Google Glass ones because they're really yeah, so thick on them. Like he's got the top. Yeah, like he's got batteries in it. Like he's in yeah. um, orbital or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would presume that probably Chris North's the actors because there is no way that he was around. I know he's in this film a lot, but I bet he filmed for a week. Yeah, he's not there for a long he's, time. He's, 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 the, he's literally the biggest name in this film. One person who will get to when this, film, when this film ever just comes to a screeching halt and we all go, wait, what? <laughs> oh, I genuinely shat my pants when, when the thing happened. <laughs> Well, I was waiting because you'd already preempt me with saying that, oh, there's somebody in it. But when they finally do show up, I literally have to turn to you and go, is that who I think it is? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So the mother and the stepsisters put her to work sorting out a big old room of buttons that has never been sorted since 1978 or something. Yeah. Because that's what every fashion house apparently has, just a button room that's just slapdash full of piles of buttons everywhere. Yep. She's happy with this. She draws up. She gets like an inspiration from looking at a button and he's like, we should glue a load of buttons to dresses. Chicks will dig that. Draws up a design, takes it out, and they're like, no, we didn't ask you to do this. Sort the buttons out. But yeah, they sort steal the, the design. How dare they? In the in the most predictable move of all <laughs> I mean, time. I mean, I mean. Um, they she's then sorting a button and it gains sentience, escapes uh, the room. It's a magic <laughs> point I start, I start to ask, is magic real in this universe? Because yeah. <laughs> it pops a wheelie. It like, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> starts wandering away. At one point it stops and waits it to follow. Yeah. Spins around, catches fire. We are led downstairs to uh, 
Daniel from Shoes. Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel the Cobbler. Daniel from Clarks. Uh, he's not even got one of them things that you put your feet in and you move it up and down. Oh, you have to, you have to be specially trained for them. Trust me, I've had encounters with the staff no, at Clarks well, recently. Well, no, they don't. It's a machine now, anyway, at Clarks. She no. She a ticket, sits down. <laughs> Waits for her um, Not the moment. Pre-booked two weeks in advance, unfortunately. Yeah. Really? It's all, yeah, it's yeah. all behind perspective. I... I dared to walk into a clerk's a month ago without a reservation for my daughter, and I was literally booted out the door. Uh, and then they charged me for the boots. Abroad? Do they have clerks Boom. abroad? Uh, they do. I think in America, it's like quite a posh shoe shop in America. Really? I may be wrong on this. Don't quote me on that. But clerks yeah. is essentially it, where you get your school shoes from. Yes. Very posh, very expensive <laughs> school shoes. But they last. Yeah. They, uh, last, they last the whole term. Oh, until your feet get too big as you're growing child. Uh, she drops the button on the floor. They both bend down to pick it. They bang heads. This is the meat cute, isn't it? Yeah. I literally wrote classic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the classic. Uh, he shows her a shoe, which is a weird thing to do to try and impress a woman, but whatever. But what I did. Yeah. And why don't they? Well, we get a disturbing phrase. Toe cleavage. Toe cleavage. Ah. Look it up. Well, I don't want to Google that. Nope, right. I do not want to know what appears when you type in talk cleavage. I looked it up because I'm not afraid. It is a I'm real in thing. A, in incognito mode. False brass make, son. I don't care. <laughs> if anyone's going through my phone and they find that, that's the, that's the least disturbing thing they'll find in there, I assure you. Is, you know, at the front of a shoe, a lady's shoe particularly, if they cut the toe bit short so it shows the top bits of the toe where the toe attaches to the foot, essentially, that's, right. toe, that's toe cleavage. So in the same way that a low-cut top shows chest cleavage. Which Joe is now showing us. Yeah. <laughs> the physical demonstration. Uh, that's, a, that's a thing. And so okay. that, that, that's a required thing. It's not the same as open-toed, which is having the toes, yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. toes on display. It's it's having, again, I don't know, feet are gross. Again, are, we giving, are we giving the writers far too much credit? They just literally Google shoe terms. Well, they, was... did use, they did use phrases like vamp and stuff, which are also parts of a shoe. So Yeah. I learned a lot about shoes last night. More than I can never get yeah. rid of out of my brain now either. Um, but yeah, it's a real so, thing. Because that was written in capitals on my little sheet. <laughs> uh, there's more wacky antics happening. Um, like, sort of, yeah, at this point. Going through the motions, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's, oh, it's, yeah. It's, running, it's running through your basic Cinderella story at this point. We're just like, oh, I can see exactly where this film is going. Before yep. this, she does have an awkward interaction with her dad yeah where, that's where it is announced there that she hasn't seen him for four years and it's kind of a weird weird little bit of a relationship yeah he's very Did they ever mention why they haven't spoken he's busy oh he's, I know he's, busy. Always, he's always busy he says oh, mom's we'll dead we'll go out for dinner tomorrow and then later yeah, on she's like right. oh we can't because we're going to see the mayor yeah she's always the yeah. Goddamn yeah. Yeah. because fashion house heads Often go see the mayor of Toronto on we a also whim. Montreal, out, sorry. As Daniel walks her back to her button room, not a euphemism, <laughs> that there are huge cutting floors here that are not used because they buy everything in cheap from China. Yeah. And this annoys Kate because she's like, well, we could make stuff cheaper in house. Well, I think it's more of why am I in this button room sorting buttons for clothes that are not being made? When apparently Castle, whatever it's called, was. was that's uh, a good pun, isn't it? That was it. What is it? Was it its pomp? They used to make all the stuff in house. Yes. And that's. But now that their their sales are dwindling, there's 
no longer serving uh, makes up in house. And yeah. There's a link. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Also, quite importantly, her dad didn't go to any of her fashion shows. Fashion show, fashion show, fashion show. At Mainly because he's just an ass. It, it is, no but it comes, for that, it comes back later on. It comes back round again, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's more wacky antics. She there's a montage of her sorting buttons and shite. Yeah, it's yeah. just that, this whole section here. At just, this point, at this point, I'm looking at the runtime and thinking, how have we still got an hour and twenty minutes yeah. to run on this? Yeah, uh, they did say something which I'm going to use from now on. Mm. When uh, I think she she asked, like he asked, if they got any kids or they're married or anything, and the response was, no, I'm quite unattached. Yeah, which I'm now going to use. If anyone ever asks me. Well, you're not quite. You are actually unattached. unattached. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Fairmently> unattached. <laughs> Simply so. I'm alone. Uh, at the next at the next meeting thing, uh, the two wicked steps sisters show Kate's design and the dad, Mr. Big, takes credit for it. And yeah. he's like, this is what we call a runner, which is like a weird running joke as well, isn't it? Who takes credit for it? Two sisters. The, the evil oh, sisters. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, I've had that bit down. Mr. Point. <laughs> I've also got, yeah, at this point, the dumb one of the two sisters is genuinely pretty funny in this. I thought she was quite, I thought she was funny. She has a lot of very good lines and plays them very, very well. Then they give Kate, Kate's been promoted out of the button room now because she sorted that out. That's a, boom, a full, <laughs> a full on afternoon. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how you would... Anyway, yeah. And they give her some jobs of taking some stuff to the flagship store. Well, they're moving it to design. And also they, they need her to they upload say. these designs yeah. to the FTP server. Again, she's now being promoted to an actual clothes designer, and yet she's running clothes to the shop yep. and uploading stuff onto an FTP site. Again, this seems more like admin. Yep, again. But <laughs> he's basically answering the phones, isn't he, and being snarky. That's his well, job. So. <laughs> Snarky Kenneth, yeah. Uh, she's like, "No, I can't. You can't get your bag. Take these things now." So they steal her phone. The stepsisters steal her phone. There's a good bit of back and forth there with that as well between the two of them. Yep. The best thing in this was those two, <laughs> to be honest. Everyone is very snarky. She hands, she takes the, the coats to the shop, yeah. and the snarky clerk behind the counter is like, mm. "These aren't good." <laughs> yeah. And then she sees a girl trying on a prom dress and she's sad about it because she can't have the more expensive one because it's too expensive. Such, such is life. It's too expensive, but she yeah. thinks that she could easily design something cheap and affordable that looks as good as the expensive one. Yeah. Then start your own fashion company. If somebody's going to a high-end fashion house to get their prom dress, there shouldn't really be a budget at the end but of the it's day. Not, this is the thing, it's not high-end, is it? She literally says, "This is we make clothes for people who shop in their lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. So it's people like us, ideally. I'd rather not shop at all. Oh I no, mean, if we're shopping if we're shopping at Asda, we're doing it while we're doing our grocery shopping. That's the yeah. that's Ooh. that's bottom of the rung. Gonna get that space jam t shirt for Anthony, I love that. Gonna say I nearly I nearly got you a space jam lunchbox when I was in Primark the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you can put your frubes in that, Anthony. That'd be a fun <laughs> thing, <laughs> And, and your thins. Your cheese thins. <laughs> you want dairily square on a cheese on a thin. The, the most flat meal possible. Really painted a good picture of me. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You started it. Um. <laughs> uh, she, she was asked to sign something at this uh, place. 
where yeah, she dropped the clothes say off. that she dropped the clothes off yeah. and then yeah. one of the stepsisters had given her the address for to upload these designs to it turns out she's not uploaded them to the in-house one she's uploaded them to a public forum where the frost fashion house frost giants frost, yeah. where, the, where the frost giants <laughs> have uh, stolen the designs and are now putting them out beforehand uh, they have a, they call her into a meeting uh, they take a phone off her it turns out that sisters have used her phone to send a message to they've, the frost giants they've, they've, set, they've set her up so that, they can, so that she can get fired because they she's released this. her up like a kipper. And her dad is very disappointed. Yeah, but also, like, she's like, Dad, I didn't do this. And he's like, Nah, fuck, you did. You fucking did. Have some sympathy. It's your daughter. Uh, so they a fire classic, her. Let me explain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got a very good turn of phrase later on. Uh, um, yeah, they fire her straight out. Of the, clear your desk out. I've only been here three days. All I've done is arrange buttons. I haven't got a desk. <laughs> You've got my back. <laughs> yeah, the business is cursed. Uh, her dad's a knobhead as well. Yep. She goes home. She's made friends with Maurice and um, Daniel. Are sad to see her go though, because she's got on well with them. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice, isn't it? I think that's because she's not the two. Step she's not a knobhead, yeah. yeah. She's, she's like, a straight shooter. It seems like the stepmom and stepsisters have come in because they're married into the business and have tried to take over and they're not happy with that. Yeah, all their designs are kind of rubbish, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so yeah, she, she goes She goes back to the ball, the fashion house. And Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci's there, leathered, making a yell at a mannequin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> In a funny that, accent. Another another day, another day in his life. That, isn't it? Tuesday, conduct pigeon orchestra. Wednesday, yell at mannequin. And he goes, hang on, I've got a great idea. Why don't we yentle you up? <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like, come again? Uh, yentle, it's like, bend it like Beckham, but with Mrs. It's... Doubtfire. Oh, did someone say the magic word? <laughs> oh, Oh. <laughs> is that Mrs. Doubtfire, was it? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. So they decide they decide to reverse Mrs. Doubtfire her. I was hoping you do your own one that you do. No, I'm not setting mics up and shit. Um they they, they decide for her to be non-union Stanley Tucci. Yeah, acts rip, rip very much like off. him, yeah. Yeah. Which is just like effeminate, really, isn't it? Sam's um, the bald head. Yeah. And I'm like, is this the most logical answer? Would it not be to just is go and get another do? job? Yeah. It'd be better to just start updating your CV. That's the best way to go. Nah. No. She must have, she must have some contacts we'll from the let's, universe. Let's get one of those soul patch things from the novelty shop and just slap that on underneath no. the lip. Who in 2015 is wearing soul patches apart from no the one. players in scar bands? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we get a, another um, montage here. Montage. Of them doing wacky stuff, her teaching him how to walk like a man. Other way around. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It all gets very confusing. This at this point. Yeah, it's it was. And after much fannying about and stuff, they declare him Nate Ganymede. Yep. And, and we looks see, like... and it's it's quite obviously just this woman with a salt I was playing as hipster Harry Potter. It is indeed yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. Good shout. <laughs> I, 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 was the plan to go and infiltrate 
to get rid of the stepmom, or was it just that she wanted the job? I think she just wanted the job because okay. she didn't know that the sisters dress up as man. Up. Step one. Right. Step two. Question mark. Step three, run oh, fashion house. <laughs> the underpant gnome uh, rule. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. This feels kind of offensive. I don't know why. It just did. Um, it certainly does when she starts speaking. Yeah. With the a most whole, atrocious accent of all time. There's a whole bit where um, Nate comes downstairs and tries to talk a man into buying a tie. Yeah. By doing this is some... where you t- this is where your extra ten minutes has gone, Anthony. This oh, yeah. was yeah. This yeah, whole yeah. scene of him trying to of her trying to sell a man a pink tie. By going bro and dude, and then realizing yeah. that she's dressed like an effeminate Harry Potter, so therefore lean into it. Yeah. And at that point, yeah, that's that's when they're like, "Oh, you've done it. You passed the test. No, you <laughs> failed the test." <laughs> they set her up with an interview. Uh, I've literally wrote here. We're going to get Mrs. Doubtfire style situations here, aren't we? Yeah. That's what we, that was the hope. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, do we! She's so suddenly become her... incredibly confident. Dresses because as... you're not yourself, are you? So it's, it's yeah. yeah. To a point that's like you do make them ups. Yeah. They um, they get her a job. Him a job. Nate a job. Um. <laughs> And Get your pronouns right. <laughs> well, I don't know because I don't think they, they identify as a man. They he goes in, he sasses up the sassy um, yeah receptionist. He uber sasses, he out sasses the sassy sassy receptionist uh, by dropping the phone on the floor, something like that, and getting on the tannoy. So mm. comes in, he has he has the interview with the um, wicked stepmother, step-mom. who's like. Oh, we don't know whether or not... But he's wearing the first coat that company ever made. Something yeah. like that, yeah. And um, Mr. Castle comes in. He's like, nice coat. And he goes, Nate's like, yep, sweet. I've got nice a job. job. You're hired. <laughs> so he's like, bring That's me something... Designer of some sorts. <laughs> bring me something good in tomorrow. No, uh, because yeah. otherwise, we'll break your you're legs. You're not having the job. Yeah, you're not having the job. And what does he, she bring in? Just a shirt and tie, it looked like. Oh, that was the last one. No, no, that's no, no, no. Um, Nate goes home, takes his hair off and becomes Kate again. Yeah. And he's like, oh, but they've already seen all my designs in my portfolio. Oh, yeah. Because sorry, sorry, the yeah. mum did, uh, the wicked stepmother had a look through the portfolio. Yeah. Like she didn't photograph him all and steal them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she pulls out this dress that she did for her final thing that looks like a big bruise. And he's like, one this that is her the dad one didn't go and didn't see. see. That's, that's see. why it was ah, That's why he wasn't there. Yes. That's why it was mentioned. And she brings it in the next day. The two sisters are trying to hawk some sort of sparkly bullshit yeah. as, as office to night time wear. And I'm like, unless you're like a 57-year-old librarian called Brenda, you ain't wearing sparkly jumpers to work, are you really? No. It's not. Nothing against librarians or Brenda's. But yeah, it's a strange thing. And then Nate whips out this thing and everyone's like, holy shit, that's like the cure for cancer. And it's like, they all this love it. This is fashion. They all love it. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I, I can draw up a, a whole fall line for this. Is a fall line important? I think it's, it's like... Not a quite as important as the spring line, but more important than the summer line. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what that means. I think it's just like... 
It's just a way to yeah. keep you buying clothes, isn't it? Is it just for that particular time of year? Yeah, it's just oh, okay. a lot of browns and oranges. Yeah, Leafy. a lot of burnt umbers. Yeah, <laughs> Leafy. yeah. You walk around looking like poison ivy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get. She gets into an argument with the two sisters, as Nate, and uses the harnesses her inner Mel Gibson. Oh, yes, yes, I and noticed says, this. And says, look here, sugar tits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, which was strange, I thought, because that's not a normal thing to say, is it? But Maurice yeah. loves it. Oh, yeah. He's, he's writing it down, he's tweeting it. And he's, he's like, yeah, good. Good use of the word sugar tits. I've only ever heard Mel Gibson say that, and he's a hero of mine as well. <laughs> he explains that Daniel's ex-fiancé cheated on him by letting another man put his fork in her fondue. Yeah. Which is euphemisms go is fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, is it? Um, and then Oh, they all agree to go to a club. Oh, yeah, Maurice is like, I'll pick a club. This scene goes nowhere. They just get leathered and Nate tries to and, kiss Daniel. Yeah. And he says he has a severe case of the not gays. He doesn't. He's like, uh, hang on. And then Nate runs off and he's like, no, I'm fine with it, like, but I'm just not that way. But Nate treats it like she's just shitting his cereal. So it's, yeah. Yeah. The next day, anyway, they're in work and explaining that they've hidden Nate's designs on the server and put a fake. Yeah, they've, they've essentially renamed them like uh, tapped. Uh, uh, tax statement 2012 to 2013, <laughs> and and we've we've labelled something else as fall designs on well, it. We've, we've labelled uh, yeah. Maurice's early 2000s alien sheet line that yeah. he had. Next designs, look at this. <laughs> yeah, steal me, please. And they've also installed spyware activation or yeah. something on there, which I didn't quite understand. Not not how spyware works. <laughs> Who asks is that? Is that a thing? Yeah. There is a, there is problems you can have if someone accesses your like um, iPads have a thing where if someone accesses it, it oh my god, it's Yeah, uh, she goes. Daniel's trying to speak to her, him, and they end up in the room of shoes. So he's been promoted from he's got like <laughs> promoted from the gloom to uh, some some daylight now. So we won't have to get, <laughs> take their vitamin T tablets anymore. And he's like, I really like this girl. And Nate's like, oh, well, you should probably talk to her. So <laughs> you yeah, should talk to her, Baba. He phones her. Nate has to run off into the men's toilets. And to then Kate again. to answer the to phone. And in the toilet as Kate, while a guy with a very rock eyebrow comes in and peers around <laughs> the corner. Going, a lady and the gentleman's, I do declare. Yeah, she comes. They arranged. She's like, oh, I'm at, yeah. I'm at home. She, says to, she tells him to pop by where she's currently working, which is after the ball, whenever he wants. Hey! <laughs> to which he goes, I'll come now then. Yeah. Like, at work, what are you doing? To which you would say, no, don't come now, I'm busy working. Why don't yeah, we I'm at work. arrange Why to meet up later at tonight? At five, yeah. Yeah. So... Although he doesn't tell her that he's coming now. They hang up and then he tells Nate that he's going to go now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then we then we get the first Mrs. proper Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Yeah, we go. <laughs> I've got a question about that one. Well, why did she not just ring Stanley Tucci or her godmother and say, "There's a guy coming around who just says he's coming around." Can you just tell him that I've stepped out for half an hour? It'd be yeah. rude, wouldn't it? That like because she, sure. she stands him up at the fashion ball as well. 
Later on, only briefly. Mm. Anyway. Well, he's got, he's he's arriving unannounced. It wouldn't be a ch- it wouldn't be a chance for hijinks then either, would it? Yeah, I know, I know. I look, yeah. So she gets she runs down the no gets runs up the stairs, presses all the buttons in the lift like Elf, runs yeah. down, uh, tells the taxi driver to take him the slow way. To which he to the taxi driver replies, "Oh, you want this stolen? That'll be sixty bucks." Yeah. All taxi drivers are permanently on the grift. I don't care what. <laughs> she arrives home. And then a little bit later, Daniel arrives, but they're being followed by the twin sisters who do a very good bit of... Sorry, the the, the stepsisters, who do a very good bit of uh, stakeout nonsense. I liked it. She she banged her (laughs) head. But it was the bit where she's going... Why are you doing that? It was just fun. Yeah, it was just a fun bit. Also... uh, when Nate gets out of the taxi, that's Nate. So he drives a taxi? No, he works for us. <laughs> it was very, very yeah. silly, very fun. Oh, I got, where is this set? We found out it's in Montreal. Because they're all doing weird accent bits at one point. When uh, they phoned up non-union Stanley Tucci. He's, uh, he's, he's all he's references. her references. Yeah. Yes. He and does quite a lot of accents. Uh, yeah, and one of the sisters says, I don't understand foreign, I think is the line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, at which point he then does primarily foreign ac- foreign, yeah. foreign accents. Generically foreign. Yeah. It wasn't bad at them, though. No. Um, but by the end, at the end of that bit as well, uh, the sister is like, uh, everybody seems to love Nate. I think I love Nate. Again, it's just good, good bit. It's just it? a good throwaway yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to check out all these references, so because the, the stepmom at least wants to get rid of him. Yeah, they're trying to find dirt on him. Yeah, because he's yeah. too good to get rid of. Otherwise. Because success. Yeah. Why would you want to succeed? Well, yeah. well, go to the flagship well. store where they're For having the launch an of the yeah launch of the bruise dress. And who should walk in but the king of the frost giants, Colin fucking Mockery. Yes. <laughs> Who's right out anyway? of left field. Yeah. yeah. I was like, not expecting that when I was watching it. Colin I had to, Mockery? I had to pause it and go, is that Colin Mockery? Yeah, My only disappointment was Ryan Styles didn't turn up as well. But... My disappointment was that he didn't do his dinosaur impression. <laughs> but yeah, or at least put his hands through someone else's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is the king of the frost giants, and he's there to just see how. Also, <laughs> oh, he is actually in this called Colin as well. Yes, I know. It's called Colin almost, Frost. Almost as if he agreed to do this and said, "I'm not changing my name. I'm not learning another name." So I, just... I can't respond to two names. Yeah, aren't you like really good at improv? I don't care. What is Colin? <laughs> he was like, "I don't need a script. I'll just improv it." <laughs> um, and he's there to see like this line fail. Uh, because he is in cahoots with Elise, is it? Stepmom? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Evil stepmom. They have a uh, bit of a back and forth. Her, uh, Again, bullying. I don't understand I don't understand the scheme because she is essentially running Castle as it is. Her daughters are already the lead fashion designers. She's, I don't understand she's the, in the charge. process. She's running the day-to-day, it seems like, but the dad is in charge, generally. Still has a He's still waving everything off as okay that the stepsisters do. If the frost giant of Colin buys out, which is what the plan was, buys out um, Castle, she then gets to be actually in charge rather than in 
Well, she doesn't because Frost Giant Colin will be in charge. I'm sure he promises, some, he promises us something. It, 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 the motivation makes no sense to me, but I'll go with it because yeah. it's nonsense. Yeah. I, it, it, I mean, the, the plot of it is sort of incoherent sort of at this thin, point. Yeah. 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 But, and then we kind of rush it, rushes towards the end of this. Alps towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, we've done too much already. Back to yeah, Cinderella. We, quick. We have we have a little bit of Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. <laughs> only 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 a tiny, tiny amount where they go to this big fashion ball where Nate Oh no, is... no, no. before that, he gives her the keys to the uh archive. Who does? Her dad. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, his, yeah. Sorry, Nate gets the keys. His Nate's yeah. golden boy number one, isn't he? Yeah, he gets the keys to the archive. <laughs> and he, uh, her dad does a big uh, spiel about He does. He wanted, to, he wanted Kate to take over as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but there's a picture in the archive of Kate's mum, who is played by Elliot Page, it looks like. Don't know why. It is, very, it is, it is uncanny. Yeah. Just a strange thing. I mean, it's, you would have to squint because it is sort of blurry Blurring out of focus, in the background. Yeah. They didn't really focus on it at all. But but they decide yeah. that with Kate's designs, they're going to make these in-house. So they hire a load of machinists from somewhere. I don't know. Because it's, not, yeah, it's a skilled the, job. Um, yeah. There must, there must have been hundreds waiting outside every day. Up. You know, when we fired you, do you want to come back? And her line is going to be called, Girls Will Be Boys. Yeah. I don't know, I think Blur's going to sue someone. <laughs> then we go to the fashion ball and it goes all right. oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! Yeah. Uh, Kate, we should mention, was due to go to that fashion ball because Daniel asked her to go with him. But yes. then but then she also has to go as Nate to go and... Wacky hijinks ensues! An interview or something? Or press uh, to give yeah, a press to conference at the... Yeah. To, to announce the fall line. Some bullshit. Fashion! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so he arrives as Nate and then Daniel appears so he has to go and get changed into Kate in, in a sewers, downstairs like a, <laughs> electric yeah in like some Phantom yeah. of the Opera style bullshit under this field I also genuinely think that bit of stairs they used is used in a shot of Killing Eve as well just a fun little bit awesome. yeah fun thing That's I know specific. Okay. I remember it because it was just a fun bit okay he gets changed in a, she gets changed in an electrical room into Kate, comes upstairs, has a bit of a dance. Yeah. Disappears uh, back downstairs again after And then after it's like dad. Yeah. yeah, she bumps into a dad and again awkward scenario, but he's again. looking for, he's looking for Nate. So she sort of Mrs. Doubtfire. Sort of Mrs. Doubtfire antics, but not to the point where she's running upstairs dressed as herself. No, no, it happens once. Yeah. Nose still yeah. attached. She yeah, get changed once. It's not so, like, oh, as you know, he's been stung by a bee or something. Why is it so swollen? Yeah. <laughs> so she's getting changed back into Nate, which must be an exhausting like procedure. Yeah, it's quite a lot and of prosthetics. She's got contacts and all sorts. Yeah, yeah she overhears. Um, Elise and um, Elise and Elise and Colin Mockery, Colin Mockery, Colin, Mockery, Colin the Frost Giants, the Frost Giants. <laughs> uh, discussing their top secret plans because they've got a hard drive full of the what what Elise quote unquote fall line, yeah, needs yeah. to be the, the plans, but has a USB with a file called fall fall line, <laughs> honest, wink, wink, She's wink, nabbed it from the computer, and they're doing a lot of saucy banter, and then. Um, Kate makes a noise. The stepmom 
Oh, you just gone half an inch more. She'd have seen around that corner, wouldn't she? But no. Oh, yeah. But there was a yeah. light on. You'd have a quick look in that little room and go, yeah, I'm clear. Yeah, but there could be a janitor having a tug in there or anything. Dirty janitors are up to. It's fucking styles. It's the dirty janitor. Doty Lawrence in there crying. Um, yeah. And then... She Nate, goes, she runs off. Nate, yeah, Nate goes to confront them. No, no, Nate goes to confront them. Yeah. No. Yes. No, it is. As she it turns goes to out, confront them, but it, uh, Dad has been informed that uh, this person isn't real. The, yeah. the other people who she has had references from have said, I don't know who this person is. And he's like, wait a minute, stroke your chin, yeah. stroke your chin. And then Colin Mockery, King of the Frost Giants, is like, we're also releasing your plans that we've got now. Yeah. Uh, Oops, did I say because, that? Yeah. Yes, you're right, you're right. And Nate's like, well, no, fuck this, I didn't do that. And they're no. like, no. And it's not so much an asshole turd, it's more of an asshole roundabout at this point. <laughs> <laughs> because her dad's We're all like, just stuck on it going round no, and round. I'd just be like, how has he made his money? Because he's, he's clearly so an idiot. He's checked out now. He's yeah, just he's... so checked out, he's just, uh, whatever. Um, you want to buy my company? Fine. So he's like, you're fired, blah, 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 blah. Nate runs off, puts like, thing, tries to get changed yeah, again, Kate, I think. Yeah, Kate yeah. goes and gets changed Decides again, to fuck puts it all on off. a big cloak. Yeah, runs yeah. off. Then, Meanwhile, Daniel's still waiting for Kate Daniel to Daniel sees back. Kate leaving, chases after yeah. her. Nate slash Kate falls down the stairs, which yeah. again, like, I went out, gone to the doctors, because you've got something wrong with your inner ear, love. Um, <laughs> and then we whiplash straight back into Cinderella. Yeah, because she yeah. leaves a shoe behind. Now, what we yeah. failed to mention before... When they first meet and they bang their heads at the meet cute, we're talking. She has funny feet. He makes him. He makes her put a shoe on, and she's like, "Oh, I have odd size shoes." And he's like, "Hmm, you do." How this, strange! This, Almost this as if you, you should have uniform size feet. I'm afraid. No. Yeah. <laughs> she gets in the taxi because fucking hell, everyone just drives taxis in this film. Let's <laughs> um, get around Montreal. Oh, and then I've also got here, I'm intrigued as to what Dove.org has to say about this film. <laughs> Nothing, unfortunately. Oh, I went on, Dove.org not touching this. Oh. God damn you, Dove. So they're doing a press conference thing the next... No, no. Uh, the next day, Daniel shows up at... Um, after the ball. After the ball. Yeah. With Maurice, because she's phoned him saying... We need. She's found him as something's Nate. Happened, something's happened on the Sakurata. She's yeah. found him as Nate, though. So they yeah. show up. Daniel's like, "Oh, I know you're Kate, really, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I've always wanted to kiss a bloke, see what it's like." Yeah. So he makes a try a shoe on. Makes a try a shoe on, and she's like, "Yeah, oh, oh, fuck, fuck." Yeah, look at that finish, <laughs> my God. And then he's like, "I know it's you, Kate." No, sticks the tongue in. Oh, Kate, I, I need to shave. Maurice comes out and he's like. Oh, you knew I fancied him. And then they're all like, oh, it's Kate. And he's like, oh, well, I'm oh, confused well. permanently now. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that they have taken the alien sheet file instead. So the Frost, Giants, the Frost Giants have ordered 50,000 units of this. 100,000. Garbage yeah. clothing. So they sneak I in. I don't know. Rave culture will buy it. Yeah, it'll come back around again. It always does. Yeah. It's fashion. It's a big asshole roundabout. Fashion. David Bowie said, isn't it? Fashion is an asshole roundabout. <laughs> yeah. So they agree to go to this the big 
Uh, uh, Castle these... Castle is, is preparing to sign his business over to Frost Giants. Joe, the well, stepsisters come in and they are aware that it's not actually Nate is Kate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they've got yes. they want they want credit. So they want they want they something. want they want Nate to go. I'm not. They want Kate as Nate to go. I'm not taking the lead design role. Yes. Because Frost Giants, I I want you to say that it's going to be us that is going to be doing it. And don't worry, I know you can't get in on your own, so we'll sneak you in to make this announcement. Uh, yeah. yep. So they, they, they sneak in. Uh, Maurice has got two samples of these dresses that he he steals. Yeah, well, he made them when he... Well, well he made them, the yeah. It, was, yeah. it keeps me awake at night, he says. <laughs> and then the two sisters are like, no, we're wearing these because we're the cool kids. So they're like, okay, yeah. dickheads. <laughs> Fell into that trap, didn't you? <laughs> they storm the the meeting. There's just... a lot of people there. Again, this, 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 this is one of this is one of those film plots where people show. Not even Disney had this many people when they got <laughs> when they bought Marvel and Star Wars. It's like, yeah. why is there so many people for uh, this mi- two middle in middle middle of the road fashion companies? One because it's yeah. uh, Montreal, and two because it's Colin Mockery. A frost chain. To be fair, if Colin Mockery had a fashion line, I'd want to know more about yeah. it. <laughs> Do tell. If he had a fashion line, I was purchasing another one. <laughs> yeah, he's doing that well that he had to purchase <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, but uh, Nate stomps in and is like, uh, this is bullshit. Oh, this is a trail. I will show you that this is the right way to do it. Yeah. What? Uh, they... So he plays, he gets Maurice to play the video of them stealing yeah. the video footage from the the webcam that they Spyware. had set up. Yeah, yep. yeah it turns it, it turns into the final act of Mole Rats while we're, we're showing we're showing the villain yeah. on screen. And then the two sisters appear, I'm intrigued, dressed in this in this sort of thing. And Colin Mocker is like, "What the frig is that?" And he's like, "That's the designs." Yeah, and I'm like, nicked. "At no point did anyone think to open up these files and go, <laughs> no, just forward no. them straight to China." Yeah. Oh, and straight <laughs> off to the manufacturers, yeah. You put it in your computer, don't check it, email. I want yeah. 100,000 of these, please. Send. Right, well, you deserve everything you get then, Colin Mox. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Mox. Leave, leave, leave the Frost Giant alone. Colin with a K. Yeah. And then, like, they, the security just evicts the other woman. Evicts the his stepmother. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's announced that she's, she's the one behind all the leaks and who, she's bullying yeah. Colin Mockery and... She's and then to, we, she's we get, get the big merger so that she can leave. We get the big room. Kate finally reveals that she's been Nate all along in the most disappointing. Doesn't even pull off the prosthetics. Literally puts her head in her hands like this, and then it cuts, and she put, takes them away, and it's perfectly made up. Kate again, no ripping off. Of I was hoping for a mission, mission Impossible mission style. Mission Impossible style. Yeah. It was Bam. me, Boston. <laughs> yeah. Nope. And then the dad's like, "All right, great." Oh, <laughs> six months later. So it was you all along. Yeah. Yeah. Six months later, Kate is still working there. Everyone looks a lot happier now. A lot more colour in the office. Yeah, they did mention that quite a lot throughout the film, actually, where people used yeah, to be he, happy he, working there. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Big lamented that uh, everyone, everyone was so happy people would stay overnight to finish the last little details of a design, but now that we're shit, nobody wants to be here. Try harder then, Mr. Big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate's interviewing someone for a role there and just drags her straight into a board meeting. Well, not only that, she shows around. Like, oh, this is where, probably where we're working. And then just sucks face with Daniel. Oh, no, she says, um, that's Daniel. Uh, 
He does shoes. He's, he's in charge of <laughs> shoes. Oh, his shoes are tremendous, she says. And she goes, not just his shoes. Yeah. She knob, don't she? <laughs> yeah, that's such yeah. space with him. And if you, if you were being shown around a job like that, you'd be like, what the f- this is awkward. I'm walking into I don't yeah. know these people. I don't, I, do we all have to kiss him? This is strange. <laughs> but her dress did going... have pockets in it, which I liked, because there's not enough of that for women. Well, I didn't know that was genuinely a thing, that dresses don't have pockets normally. Dresses, pants, everything. And then I've just got, well, that wasn't shit. But no. then there's the, there's the credits, 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 and then yeah, there's a then, little bonus then, fun bit at the end. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson walks out. <laughs> we need Setting you for up the, the universe. The button Avengers. <laughs> yeah, where it's Colin Mockery leads the three evil sisters into a room and says, like, well, you work here now. Leads them into a big room full of buttons and says, these need sorting. And the dumb sister goes, ooh, buttons. Ooh, and then it buttons. Just ends. And yeah. I thought, that was quite fun. I enjoyed that. It's a nice tag. We get to we finally get to see the villain get a comeuppance in the, one of these movies. Yeah, they don't just die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. What did, what, what did you give that out of 10? I give it a 7.2. Oh! In the oh, exact way, 7.2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave it a 5.5. Oh, that's oh. harsh, buddy. Yeah, it was fine. But then the last couple of it, was, it goes along the same lines. I had a look at what my previous fine ones were, and it's it's along those lines. You were quite it, harsh with your marking, though. Out of the three of us, Anthony, you are. Uh, How dare you? You were quite it harsh. It could have been trimmed down a bit. It could have been uh, yeah. streamlined a little bit. Yeah. The nightclub scene and the uh, the first boardroom scene could have taken yeah. some heavy editing. I guess I just expect to. But Joe's the one who's all over the place with his marking. <laughs> I get week on week, mate. That's how, how, how I live my life. It's fine. Great facts. Kate slash Nate was uh, played by Porsche Doubleday, uh, star of, uh, had a long run on Mr. Robot, apparently. Uh, a show. I watched a couple of I watched the first two seasons of it. Don't really remember much about it. Uh, she was in the 1998 mockbuster uh, Legend of the Mummy, which most of us probably would have seen in the bottom shelf of Blockbuster back in the yeah. day. And also the star of the final part of the trilogy, Big Mama's Colon, Like Father, Like Son. Big Mama's Colon. <laughs> colon. Yeah, Big Mama's Colon. Yeah. Big Mama's yeah, Colon. Like, in yeah, space. The, the, uh, yeah, is it Martin Sorry. Lawrence all the way yeah. through Big Mamas? It is, yes, but uh, like I say, the third instalment gets his son to also dress up as a fat lass. Oh, okay. Like so, uh, thus ending the trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, playing Daniel, we had Mark andre Grondin, who appears to have been in a lot of French-language films that I'm not even going to attempt to butcher. So native uh, Canadian there, but was also uh, in the star. And this is where I've recognised him from. He's in The Goon and Goon, Last of the Enforcers, the uh, Sean William Scott hockey movies. Okay. So these people actually in plays real films. Yeah, he's been in actual films, yeah. Uh, it's not really worth mentioning that Christopher North was in Sex in the City and its movies. And as I learned, a follow-up series coming on this year with all of them minus Samantha. Yeah. That I didn't know yeah. was happening. Yeah. Uh, and why why not end the trilogy with Colin Mockery as Colin? Star of this year's uh, horror film Ankle Biters 
about four toddlers who who attempt to kill their adopted parents. Keep it light. <laughs> yep. Uh, Little Mosque on the Prairie. And also, uh, Beethoven's Treasure Trove, which is the eighth in the Beethoven franchise. Oh, Lord, really? Went on that long? <laughs> yeah. I, f- I have a feeling it's probably still going. Oh, dear. Right, the first one was fine. The second one was all right. I didn't really know they went any further. Wow. Lots of Taylor Thomas is in there, yeah. No. Uh, this film was directed by Sean Garrity, who has one of the most bizarre career trajectories I've ever seen, who started out in short films and then became a bit of an indie darling with a lot of dramas, and then followed it up with films like My Awkward Sexual Adventure and I Propose We Never See Each Other Again After Tonight, which both appear to be sex comedies. They're also all Anthony's um, Tinder messages then as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, This film actually saw a theatrical release where it made a worldwide gross of $234,417. It's a decent showing for this. And uh, also in in Make Em Up Awards, it won the Jutra Awards in 2016 for Best Costume Design. So, non-existent mm. award yet again. Fair enough. Uh, they'll send Scribe Pats for another week. Whoop, whoop. Overwhelmingly positive for this film. I had to Ooh. really scratch wow, about. Wow, really? Yeah. I had to really scratch about to try and find um, bad ones, to be honest. Three out of ten was the lowest I could find. By Gordon M, some numbers. Far more juvenile and unreal- unrealistic than most TV movies. Honestly, after the ball was difficult to watch. It was so unrealistic and silly to the extent of being juvenile that it was difficult to be engaged in the movie. And I am accustomed to watching a lot of TV movies and lowered my standards appropriately. Not low enough. Mate, I, I don't think you will. This is more a Disney Channel movie than a made-for-TV movie. This screams yeah, like got, tween fodder. Also, if you're watching um, these films, your standards... Expectations just need to be set. I'm already the in the possible. gutter, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. slow cooker one, isn't it? You know, uh, <laughs> obviously it, not watched half the shit we watch. <laughs> it's, it's problems are many. One, simple one note characters. Two, a ridiculous plot with characters acting in completely unrealistic ways. Three, no chemistry between the romantic leads. Four, dialogue that sounds as if it was written by children. Five, an insulting depiction of the fashion industry. Six, an insulting depiction of parents and step-parents who are so evil and malicious that they can uh, they behave in ways that hurt themselves. This is fit for young children. However, if you are an adult, consider surfing the other channels. I'm sure you'll find something that deserves your time more than this. I mean, really. He essentially describes every sort of Hallmark Lifetime film of all time with his five-point plan there. Yeah, that's it's, what it's, all these films are. Yeah, I mean, if you... you know. uh, and then the 10 out of 10... Because uh, all the other ones were basically uh, roughly the same, uh, yeah. is by Princess Puffball Twenty Seven. <laughs> this, yeah, I hope those are the best names. This is my kind of movie: a sweet and fun ha- uh, hour and a half with my twelve-year-old daughter. Of course, it's unrealistic, but show us so a Shakespeare and Cinderella. She's got Oof. a point. Yeah. Usually, shows take the secret too far. I can't really stand that. The timing was perfect here. Just when I thought the secret should be told, the right people find out. Since that's my opinion, I'm going to hope that's not a spoiler. I don't think it would be. No. But yeah, 
Uh, all the rest of them were like sevens and eights and all basically said, it's it's a solid. Yeah. Yeah, it's a solid run, yeah. It's not something I'd go back and re-watch. Again, it's, it falls under the category of if I was hungover on a Sunday morning and yeah. this was the only thing on, I would leave it on as opposed to turning the television off. Like I said, the two sisters in it uh, genuinely yeah. made me laugh, so that's something. No, yeah, good fun. This week's podcast of greatness is uh, the Beard Owl podcast. Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm John. And we host the Beard Owl podcast, the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Owl. And a bunch of other stuff. That's right. Do you like nostalgia? Do you like sibling banter? Do you like beer? Do you like Weird Al? Are you human? If you answered yes to any of those questions, give us a listen. Become one of our loyal commenters. I guess we're turning into a proper podcast here now with proper trailers and everything. I put a thing out, people, to send us in, man. Uh, I've listened to the Beard Al podcast, and I, as you know, I'm, I was not a massive fan of Weird Yeah, Al. I know, you're, you're just getting on the Weird Al train. But yeah, because I generally thought it was just parody songs. And they were kind of, but yeah, there are some decent bangers in there as well. Yeah. And it's, it's very fun. Go and listen to it. It's great. Excellent work. In conclusion, that's After the Ball. Uh, if you'd like to keep up to date with all things Hallmark and Greatness, you can follow the show on Twitter at Hallmark and Great, Instagram Hallmark and Greatness, Facebook search for us at Hallmark and Greatness, or email the show at hallmarkandgreatness at gmail.com. Joe's also got Twitter, uh, sorry, Twitch. Joe. A hallmark of greatness. Friday yeah, nights. Hallmark of greatness. Yeah. Friday nights. Oh, 8.30 is usually. About 8.30 yes. normally, Joe? Something like that. Depends how yeah. pissed they uh, really are. Any final thoughts on this film? Uh, I'll... <laughs> I'll do. Indeed. Yeah, uh, it's fine. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. That'll do. Solid film. Done. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you soon, guys. And then they charged him for the boots.